When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a, a very special edition of the Pensburg podcast, although uh, may not be special for myself and Robbie. This is actually take two of this week's edition of the Pensburg podcast. The first podcast we recorded, uh, it went to full uh, went to full length time. It went about 40 minutes. We touched on everything we typically talk about. Uh, unfortunately, after Robbie and I stopped, uh, stopped talking, stopped recording, I typically take the file and go and edit it for all of you lovely people to listen to. And unfortunately, thanks to Skype, that original recording went poof and it is nowhere to be found. So uh, this week, what we'll do, assuming that this this second take, this take two, uh, ends up working, what we'll do is we will just do an abridged version, a roughly 10 to 15 minute version of the Pensburg podcast, uh, talk about the main segment that I'd like to talk about this week, and then I, I will uh, I will take all the time-relevant and time-sensitive mailbag questions, I will shift them over to next week's episode, if applicable, and, uh, and we will hopefully have... Uh, a regular roughly 35 to 40 minute Pensburg podcast episode next week, like we always do. Robbie, uh, since you and I are in the boat here for the second time this evening, um, what I'd like to do again is just talk about the main segment with you again. The main segment this week, what I wanted to talk about was the uh, the experimentation, the experimentation that Mike Sullivan is using with his uh, with his line combinations and defensive pairings. You know, where recently we've seen defenseman Mike Matheson on the top pair with Chris Letang. We've seen Evan Rodriguez on the top line alongside Jake Gensel and Sidney Crosby, which which means Brian Rust is now on the right side of Evgeny Malkin. Mark Friedman has become an unexpected surprise rounding out that defensive unit. 
with all of this experimentation, Robbie, which move do you think would be the most beneficial for the Penguins and their long-term playoff outlook? Well, it's definitely, I think, uh, the scoring uh, and moving those uh, top lines around to get Rodriguez on that top line with Crosby and Gensel and to try to get him going again. And then to get Russ down with Malkin, a guy that Malkin has played with before, uh, and to kind of get two solid scoring lines out of everything. Uh, We obviously, I mean, you expect those guys to do the goal scoring, but to have two lines and then hopefully get some um, depth scoring here going as the season moves along here uh, would be extremely uh, helpful and very actually crucial for the Penguin success uh, going forward in the playoffs. Um, what we saw with uh, Rodriguez the other night moving up to that top line with Crosby and Gensel is the score effect. So they didn't record, um, well, at least Rodriguez didn't record a goal. Uh, the score effects are really good uh, in that game, meaning they controlled play. Um, they created offense. They generated offense better than any line. Uh, any other line in the lineup, and really, they were basically the best line on the ice in that game, even though the Penguins didn't win uh, against the Predators. Um, so that was um, extremely good. And the moving Russ down the second line with Malkin, uh, that's a line that still created a good offense, and the score effects were positive there as well. Maybe not to the level of what Crosby and Gensel did with Rodriguez, but it gave them a little more balance. And, I mean, Rodriguez has some history playing with Sidney Crosby. We obviously know that Gensel and Crosby work well together. So keeping that line together, I think, now uh, to get a better sample size to see what uh, they have in that line, I think is crucial because uh, getting two big scoring lines heading in the playoffs will be the most important thing uh, maybe that the Penguins do in these coming weeks. And that's not to even say with we don't even know exactly what's going on with the trade deadline yet obviously we are still a few days away monday being the final day so a lot to unfold in these next four or five days uh before the deadline hits so um overall i think that i really liked what i saw out of that top line with rodriguez there but i obviously need to see uh, a bigger sample size hopefully mike sullivan sticks with that uh, against st louis and arizona and if the results continue to be positive uh, keep that rolling and just see uh, how it pans out over the next couple weeks heading into the playoffs. Uh, another uh, thing that was mentioned there in uh, the the question was the line uh, or the defensive pairing of Mike Matheson and Chris Letang. On paper, probably gives you some pause given how offensively minded both of those guys are. Uh, Chris Letang can be good defensive, defensively, very good defensively. Uh, it's just, as we all know, he can sometimes venture, pinch, and next thing you know, uh, the game, he, the game kind of gets away from him a little bit, but and then Mike Matheson, great skater, great offensive ability, defensively a lot to be desired. But what we saw out of uh, him in that game was uh, he was. I, I mean, what we saw out of that pairing in that game against Nashville was all positive, pretty much. And those two, if they can find chemistry, I don't know if that's something you stick with. Um, full-time, maybe it's something you throw on the ice when you need a little more offensive push. I don't know. Um, I'm a little more uh, leery on that being a full-time pairing than Gensel Crosby-Rodriguez being a full-time uh, pairing uh, on the in the forward side, just because 
just because I mean they're just so offensive minded both of them. Whereas Brian Dumoulin uh, or a guy like Chad Ruweedle is more defensively focused and can kind of make up for some of the uh, the lapses that um, they may come in uh, that may happen uh, when those two are on the ice. So I mean overall I really liked the tinkering because Mike Sullivan. Uh, I mean there's a reason he's one of the top head coaches in the league. He's won two Stanley Cups. Uh, and this tinkering, though a small sample size, uh, had some positive uh, outcomes. Um, the points and the scoring weren't necessarily there, but it was never something terrible. And I think that is what Mike Sullivan is looking for, just something to kind of get that scoring more steady, more more depth, more spread out throughout the lineup, rather than jamming it all in to that top line, which we know that Crosby, Gensel, and Rust are going to score. They're going to put points on the board. It's only a matter of time. Uh, you can maybe hold them down for so long, but eventually it's going to uh, break through. So I, I very I liked what I saw on both ends of the ice, on offense and defense. Uh, I'm just looking for more of a uh, sample size before I'd say that I think that we need to stick with this full time. But I think the early impressions of what we saw uh, from Sullivan's changes are uh, trending in the right direction. And credit to Mike Sullivan there, Robbie. Credit to Sullivan for realizing that maybe these changes don't have you don't have to force these changes. But credit to Sullivan for realizing that uh, with with the Penguins and their playoff positioning essentially locked up from this point to the end of the regular season, uh, having that ability, having that ability and that mindset to experiment now, experiment now towards the end of the regular season before the games really matter, actually matter. Come postseason time, you can experiment with different line combinations and see if any uh, any new forms of, of chemistry can be made by putting a player like Rodriguez up with Crosby and Gensel or putting a player like Rust down there with Malkin. It, we'll see if, if a guy like Mark Friedman has earned a more permanent place in the Penguins' defensive core. Um, and with this being the final Pensburg podcast before the March 21st trading deadline, we'll see if, if Friedman has has played well enough to see a player perhaps like a Marcus Pedersen or a John Marino seeing themselves possibly be shipped out of Pittsburgh in favor of GM Ron Hextall acquiring uh, a forward, an impact forward to help round out the secondary scoring, to help with the Penguins and their eventual their eventual uh, push for the playoffs. But this is something that we're obviously going to continue to monitor as we record this on March 17th. The Penguins and the St. Louis Blues are getting ready to drop the puck, so we'll see what Mike Sullivan has up his sleeve tonight against the Blues. And as Robbie mentioned, as the regular season comes to a close, we'll see how much more experimentation Mike Sullivan does, especially after the trade deadline ends on March 21st. So again, as I mentioned at the start of of this recording, uh, I do want to apologize to all of our faithful and and regular Pensburg podcast listeners. Uh, This technical glitch was out of my control this time around, uh, something that's really never happened to me. But uh, again, uh, I fully anticipate uh, to have Robbie back in the saddle with myself next week for a typical 35 to 45 minute Pensburg podcast episode. So Robbie, I'd like to thank you for hopping on again with me uh, for Robbie Noggle. I have been Garrett Behanna. Thank you so much for listening to this abridged version of the Pensburg podcast. And we will see you right back here this time next week. <laughs>